0: Welcome, my friends. It is the Wednesday edition of Bolsonaro's Rush Hour here on WABC. Talk Radio 77 in New York. If you want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800-848-9222. And your calls are indeed welcome. I'd love, love, love to know what you have to say about the primary yesterday. In New Hampshire. Yes, things went the way that we thought they would go. Okay, that it happened. Donald Trump, it is said, cruised. I find that interesting, especially given the 2016 campaign when his main challenger was Ted Cruz. He cruised to victory in New Hampshire. That said, the media today, the mainstream media has more than one story. Following a new narrative that is being created and that narrative, you can see it in the New York Times. You can see it in some of the other uh, publications from the mainstream press is that Trump may have won, but he's weak. He's weak. The New York Times version of this story goes like this. New Hampshire and Iowa reveal broader weakness for Trump. Now, this is the same argument that in the aftermath of Donald Trump winning 98 of 99 counties in Iowa. This is what that guy on PMSNBC, the one that's whipped by his wife in the morning. This is the guy that came out. Oh, he's weak. He's weak. This is what also the governor of Illinois, Pritzker, came out immediately and said, and some of the other Democrats, yeah, he may have won, but he's weak. And now you see this drumbeat starting in the print publications of the left. For weeks, Donald J. Trump has romped through Iowa and New Hampshire without breaking a sweat, muscling out rivals for the Republican nomination, and soaking up Adoration from crowds convinced he will be the next president of the United States. But, 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 as Mr. Trump marches steadily toward his party's nomination, a harsher reality awaits him. Outside the soft bubble of Republican primaries. All of a sudden, it's a soft bubble, a soft bubble. You had more candidates, announced candidates in the Republican primaries. You had enough in the beginning to fill two stages. Now, all of a sudden, the primaries are a soft bubble after Donald Trump has vanquished all but one. And she's vanquished. She's just hanging on, raising money and hanging in there until... Most likely after her home state gives her the boot, then perhaps she will drop out. Outside of the soft bubble of Republican primaries, Mr. Trump's campaign is confronting enduring vulnerabilities that make his nomination a considerable risk for his party. Those weaknesses were laid bare in New Hampshire. On Tuesday, where independents, college educated voters, and Republicans unwilling to dismiss his legal jeopardy voted in large numbers for his rival, Nikki Haley. (laughs) College educated voters. Like the only ones voting for Trump are the dumb rubes. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not like that, my friends, but that's okay. Let's, let's move on. Mr. Trump still won easily. Well, then why are you writing this article? Mr. Trump still won easily. The voters opposed to his bid didn't outnumber the many Republicans clamoring to see him return to power. But the results delivered by more than 310,000 voters in a politically divided state pointed to the trouble. Ahead for Mr. Trump as the presidential race leaves MAGA world and enters a broader electorate. First of all, first of all, if you think that New Hampshire represents MAGA world in its entirety, New York Times, get real. The eastern seaboard of the United States of America is quite different than the heartland of America. We have a bi-coastal political power center in the East Coast and the Left Coast. The middle of the country is all MAGA territory, except for those little blue dots that represent Democrat cities. The rest of America is MAGA. East Coast, a little bit different. Finally, they get to, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, the fifth, sixth paragraph, President Biden would face his own challenges in a rematch of 20. Yes, he would. He's the most unpopular president that we have seen, many of us, in our lifetime. He faces unpopularity. Oh, the, the other mainstream narrative is that, People are feeling better about the economy. And let me tell you, that is nothing but media propaganda. It is straight up, I stamp it, I call it total BS. snerdly. total BS. Every time Americans walk into a supermarket, those that shop, they understand what Joe Biden has done to them. Every time, we had a story last week why how people can't find even used cars at prices they can afford anymore because the market for used vehicles has gone out of the roof and a lot of people are totally frozen out of even trying to look for a new car. Do you not think that they understand that this is due to Joe Biden? The invasion at the nation's borders have now preempted the economy as being the number one concern of Americans. That's not going away. So, let's get back to this take that Donald Trump is weak. Mr. Trump's problems, however, go further. His takeover of the Republican Party in 2016 repelled suburban moderates and independents, and there is little evidence that he has found a way to draw them back. In New Hampshire, 44% of Republican primary voters were independents. Ms. Haley won most of them, 58% to 39%. Polling suggests many of those voters were not just enamored with a fresh face, and calling Miss Haley a fresh face is a stretch, but were specifically voting to register their opposition to Mr. Trump. Four in ten voters who backed Ms. Haley said their dislike of Mr. Trump was a more important factor in their vote than their approval of Ms. Haley, according to exit polls. More than 90% of those say they would be dissatisfied if Mr. Trump won the nomination for a third time. Okay, let's skip down two two paragraphs. Mr. Trump will no doubt win many of these voters in November. Okay, okay, so why all of this nonsense? And now let me address the ones that he won't win back. Goodbye, good luck, good riddance. Leave, leave. You don't like the Donald Trump Republican Party? The door awaits you. Go vote with your Democrat buddies. You are the people in the Republican Party that have made the Republican Party a disaster. You people are the timid, tail-between-your-leg people that would never take on the left on their cultural issues. And as a result, America is in cultural rot. You are the weak, timid, lame Republicans that never want confrontation with your friends the Democrats. So you let them spin this nation into total oblivion and you sit on the sidelines and complain. Well, you know, I'm socially liberal, but, but I'm, I'm fiscally conservative. You are not fiscally conservative. You are a moderate squish and you moderate squishes. If you want to leave because Donald Trump is going to be the nominee, good riddance. Leave. Go and don't come back. The Republican party actually doesn't need you. The new Republican party don't need you. And further, many of us politically speaking, we love you as people. You are our fellow citizens, never doubt that, I will be cordial, love you on the street, hang out with you, have coffee with you, listen to some music with you, we can go watch a movie, depending, I'm not watching your porno movies with you, but we can watch movies together, we can hang out, we can be boys, we can be friends, but politically speaking, go jump in a lake, and not Carry Lake either, go jump in a lake. Carrie Lake, by the way, this is funny. This stuff that's going on in Arizona, it's hysterical. (laughs) We'll get to that in a That is hysterical. But if this is the moment for a realignment in the Republican Party, so be it. You liberal squishes, go get yourself Liz Cheney. To be your standard bearer, go get Adam Kinziger, go get Bill Crystal, go get all the rest of these weak-kneed, spineless, cow towing Republicans, and get the hell out and start your own thing. Leave. Stop talking about it and just exit. Go. Like I said, we can be friends. We can hang out. I love you. It's all good. But politically speaking, go with the Democrats. Go with your friends and leave the rest of us alone so that we can actually put together a party that is intent on making America once again the prosperous nation that it should be so that we can take back the culture from these Satanists who have infiltrated almost every single aspect of American life so that we can have one day in the distant future, a fiscally sane government that actually spends money like it means something. All of the things that you moderates and squishes have been blocking, leave. Go. WABC, Talk Radio 77. Birthday today, 1953. Matthew Wilder, American vocalist, multi-instrumentalist, record producer. Now these guys came up in the village. The Greenwich Village. Matthew and Peter. This one was their 1984 hit. Matthew Wilder's worked with No Doubt, Christine Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, and Miley Cyrus, among others. Happy birthday to Matthew Wilder today, both early rush hour. If you have a contrasting point of view, If you are one of the moderate squishes and you wish to push back on my analysis, we can be friends. I love you. It's okay. Get out. Leave. Go. But you can call and we can have a really profoundly nice, wholesome, holistic conversation about it. 80848wabc how you do it Never Bo. Slurly, nobody like is going to break Never my stride One more time. That's right. That's right. And grooving. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. 2017. Almond Brothers drummer, Butch Trucks, self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Happened in West Palm Beach, Florida. He was 69 years old joined the Almond Brothers Band back in 1969. Big release for them in 71. A live album at Fillmore East. I never went to Fillmore West. I went to Fillmore East once. I think. Let me just echo one other thing. And again, I'm willing to have pushback on anything that I say here. If you got, if you feel like, oh, oh I've gone too far, you're being too harsh, you're mean, you're right, and I don't want to leave that impression. I love you, all of you, even Democrat rank and file. You know, good people, some of them, but politically, no. Let me just say one other thing about you moderate squishes. I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump no matter what. I don't like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is too mean. Donald Trump tweets things that are not nice. Donald Trump says mean things about people. Donald Trump is too divisive. All that horse manure. For decades, you people, you moderates, you people have depended on us, the conservatives, to carry your water when time after time you wanted to elect some moderate squish to higher office. Now, I happen to like very much... The Bush family. I love George Bush 43. I loved his dad, but the beautiful, incredible, gorgeous, wonderful call screener is in the house, guys. She's here. Just saying. Um, I love Bush 43. I love Bush 41 as people. Bush 41, as president, was a disaster. Oh, but he was Ronald Reagan's vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that, he was telling everybody that Ronald Reagan was practicing voodoo economics. George Bush 41 was a moderate, but he ran the CIA. He was still a moderate. And one of the reasons you can see, one of the things about the Bush presidencies Remember this, remember that Iran and Iraq were bubbling up in those days too. Remember the first Iraq war, the Gulf War one. We could have totally taken out Saddam Hussein and eliminated him and thereby changed the entire history of the Middle East. But no, we had them on the run in this war, and what happened? Colin Powell and George Bush said, oh, you know what? Oh, no, they're running. Oh, no, let's not destroy them. Let's not destroy their military capabilities. Let's let them go. See, they're on the run. We don't want to look like we're using too much power. And as a result, we had to go back and deal with it again. And we're still dealing with the aftermath of it. Did we get a fix for anything during those years that you can count to and say, oh, yep, yep, they fixed those problems? No. Now, Bush 43 tried a lot harder, and he ran up into resistance from the moderates and the squishes in Congress. And I love Dick Cheney. I don't know what happened to his daughter, but Dick Cheney was the real deal. Now, we conservatives have held your water. You guys put up John McCain, McCain, but John McCain, McCain was a war hero. Uh, let's be totally candid about that. John McCain was a prisoner of war, and it is alleged that as prisoner of war, he folded and perhaps hurt some American military men in the consequence. Now, I still have a great deal of respect for John McCain's military service because John McCain did and comes from a strong military background. And Lord knows how any of us would react under the horrific torture that that man faced. So I am not trying to denigrate his military experience. I salute John McCain. But there's more to the story of just war hero. And so I'm just putting it out there because that's history. OK, and John McCain, I salute his military service all day, all night, every day, all night long, period. As a politician, John McCain was an, was a horror story for Republicans. We have Obamacare today because of that vindictive, bitter man who even in one of his last acts in life was to make sure that he stuck it to conservatives one more time. And when we ran for president, what did we do? We all voted for him. We all folded. We didn't go around saying, you know, John McCain is this, John McCain is that. I'll never vote for John McCain. The way you anti-Maga Trump haters are carrying on, we didn't do that. We voted for the guy. Then you put up that milk toast mittens. Pierre Delectus. Pretending to be a conservative, the man is nowhere near a conservative. Another milk toast. And what did we do? We defended him. And this goes all the way back. You go to Bob Dole. I love Bob Dole. Another hero. But there were other choices. The milk toast wing of the party, we need Bob Dole. We need to return to the past. Let's elect Bob Dole. Now, that's a winning strategy. Let's go back in time. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? That was his campaign. Couldn't understand why people weren't turning on Bill Clinton because he was a liar every two seconds. Didn't figure out that the politics had shifted, the American demographic had shifted, everything had shifted because we're too busy looking backwards. But I loved Bob Dole. Class, I love that guy, and don't think anything I'm saying about Bob Dole that I didn't love him. I loved Bob Dole, but he shouldn't have been. He wasn't gonna be president. We all knew that the day he got the nomination against Bill Clinton, the Yoda of politics, could look at six different people, tell six different lies, and all of them think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You gonna put that up against Bob Dole and think Bob Dole's gonna win? Oh hell, no! Not gonna happen. But we supported the guy because that's who we are. When it comes to you moderate squishes, we have Donald Trump. And for the first time, we have a guy that actually did the things that most of you claim that you want done. He pushed back on immigration. He pushed back on China and won the trade war with them. He pushed back on NATO and won that battle, finally got the Europeans to start picking up some of the money that they should be putting in their own defense. He turned this economy around, and you people and your your portfolios, your massive portfolios in many cases, benefit from it. He brought money back into this country. He reduced legislation. You could go on and on. He supported he supported historically black colleges, and by the way, bought more black votes and more Hispanic votes in something that you say you want, lying because you really don't want them black people and them Hispanic people in your party that much. Not you little suburban moderates, no, no, no. Not you anti-maga types. Oh no, we know you. So Donald Trump did all that, and what do you do? You sit on your asses and you complain about Donald Trump all day and all night long. Well get out Where it began. I can't we support you you never support us but then take a hike birthday day Wasn't the one of my favorite singers perhaps one of yours neil diamond Birthday today. Do we have America by Neil Diamond? If we do, let's play it coming back if it's in the library. We do have it. Good. Come on, Neil. Happy birthday, Neil Diamond, WABC, Bo's Early's Rush Hour. 800 848 WABC. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Dittoheads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Apple Podcast Network. Neil Diamond brings us back. America. I remember when this came out. Went right to the top of the charts. We've been traveling far. Without a home. But not without a star. Birthday today for Neil Diamond on WABC Bows Rush Hour. Okay, you heard in the commercial break, those of you paying attention, and you should pay attention to every single commercial break. We have great sponsors here on WABC things that you want to purchase, things that you want in your life, including what you heard in the break was really quite remarkable. The Doobie brothers are coming to town in August. Not only are the Doobies coming, but they're bringing Steve Winwood along with them. And guess what? Tomorrow, here on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour, God willing we're here, we have a chance for you to win tickets for the August 6th performance of the Doobie Brothers at PNC Bank Art Center. It's coming up in August, but you, even before the tickets go on sale, you could have a pair of tickets of your own to see the Doobie Brothers and Steve Winwood, one show. This is going to be a hell of a show. You're going to want to be there at the PNC Art Center. So, tomorrow, tomorrow, join us for Boston Early Fresh Hour. We will have, during the course of the hour, a giveaway of two tickets to go see the Doobie Brothers and Steve Winwood. And you can go to LiveNation.com on Friday the 26th at 10 a.m., that's when the ticket sales for this open up, and you can be first in line and grab yourself some tickets, two bunches of tickets you know what to do, so there's that now washington post Amazon prime Washington post as GOP rivals collapse, Wall Street warms to second trump term ha. <gasps> Wall Street, they're not talking about, you know, Donald Trump has weaknesses. You know, this Trump guy, he trumps and all the rest of those Republicans, but he's weak. Wall Street's like, oh, Trump? Hmm, okay. He did great for us last time. That's the gist of the article. Okay, Trump again? Good. Glad to be making some money again. <sighs> There's other news. Can't give this one justice today, so I'm going to hold it. More Americans are non-religious. Who are they and what do they believe? Let me tell you something. This is more important story than you know. Another story out there in the Amazon Prime Washington Post today. Obamacare enrollment hits record level as Trump vows repeal. Why does it hit record level? Because people are desperate here under the Biden economy. That's why. It doesn't mean Obamacare is good. It never has been. But Republicans had better come up with a replacement. This is not just about getting rid of Obamacare. Healthcare is still an issue in America, and Republicans haven't dealt with it. This is when they like to kick the Democrats. They actually grow some gonads here and deal with the fact that America's healthcare system stinks in many ways. And we should deal with the cost, just like insurance overall is becoming an issue across the country and in certain states. Uh, I've got a job opportunity. I want particularly college-age young women. Hold on a second before I do this. Debbie Duhane, you are not going to like this. Debbie Duhane is my thought police. I'm just telling you now, Debbie, you are not going to like this, where I go with this, and I'm ready. Okay. I have job opening for college-age young women. Here's a chance for you to become part of history, if you so choose. Today it has been announced that the Clinton Center at the Clinton Presidential Library and Massage Parlor will support four recipients per year as they pursue research using the presidential archives of Bill Clinton. They are going to provide jobs for current graduate students or Ph.D. recipients. They want smart ones. Who graduated within the past eight years. They're paying paltry amount of money, but this is a status gig. You put this on your resume, boom, you piece of cake for the rest of your life. So they're only paying between 1250 bucks and 5000 bucks for you to become a Clinton fellow, but you can get right in there deep in Clinton world. Now, you young ladies, I would suggest to you this. Make sure that you don't have an allergens for cigars put into sensitive places. Because if you do, this might not be the opportunity you think it is. We know that if Bill shows up and if he hears that there are four young interns and they're female and they're smart and they're hotties wearing blue dresses, he might deliver in pizza He might show up in person to do the last of the interviews, and he might bring his cigars with him. So there are openings, four openings, at the Clinton Presidential Library and Massage Parlor to work with the Clinton archives. Young ladies, they don't have to say it. You know that if you have a certain look, you will most likely go to the head of the line. Get that blue dress out, mama, and thongs are mandatory. There's a job posting for you. Now, in other news, Oregon lawmakers now want to recriminalize possession of a small amount of drugs after facing rampant public drug use. <laughs> <laughs> Liberals in Oregon said, okay, let's decriminalize drugs. The place is a total sewer. Drug use, homelessness, through the roof. It's so bad now that the same Democrats that wanted to give decriminalize drugs to everybody, just go ahead, use the drug of your choice, get drugs, use drugs all the time, drug, 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 drug. And now I'm saying, you know what, things are so bad, we need to actually make a law against these drugs. The rest of us are shaking our heads, by the way, to you liberals. We wonder why you people are so devoid of common sense. Why couldn't you look and figure this was going to be the outcome? We all predicted it. Just like we predicted when you said we're going to start letting people go for theft up to $600, $800. Oh, no, we're getting ready to have a wave of crime like you have never seen before in America. It's here. You Democrats still don't get it. Just like when you let murderers out of jail and walk the streets at night, you see increases in murder. You don't get it. Just like you have an invasion of illegal immigrants and you got all kinds of things happening in this country and it's costing all bit you don't see it. We wonder what's wrong with you people. And we love you. I'm not trying to be me. We love you. We understand. I love you. I do. I'm not mad at you. I just don't understand how you think. And we can be civil with each other. It's just y'all are nuts. Let's head to the telephones. Jimmy in Long Island, you're up first on WABC Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you this afternoon? My man, it's been a long time. I'm glad I got to talk to you. But I actually, uh, you know, I'm a conservative. Hopefully, you remember me. But uh, anyway, I had some advice from my man, Donald Trump. I was hoping and praying that last night he would have asked Nikki Haley. And uh, uh, to drop out publicly and invite her back into the fold. My my point being, call her on the carpet. Either she's going to be with us or against us. Real simple. Otherwise, she goes in the heap with Liz Cheney and and McCain and Romney and all the rest. What do you think? Here's of that? what I think. I think first of all, I think your instincts are totally right. I don't think that was the moment. I think the moment for that is going to be after he kicks her, um, uh, Fanny Fanny. In South Carolina, in her home state, where apparently she's quite popular with certain—never mind, James, don't go there. We like Nikki Haley. <sighs> anyway, um, anyway, I think the—I think your instinct is dead on. I think it's a matter of timing. I think if Donald Trump proves to do what he's done in Iowa, and New Hampshire, that after that, when he goes down to South Carolina and beats Nikki at home, and her fanny has been spanked at her home state. Then after that, if he he says, okay, baby, you know, up to you. Come on. or or, or I think perfect. Your instincts are dead on. That's what I think. Jimmy, it is so great to hear from you. Hope to hear from you soon. Rick in Elmwood, you're up next. How are you doing, Rick? Good. And yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Um, The only religion you can follow these days is global warming. You should know that by now. And ask me how I know that Nikki Haley's into BDSM. I don't know if I want to know the answer to this. So rather than me ask a question which could leave me embarrassed and flummoxed and befuddled, why don't you just volunteer the information? Because she just got her ass whipped by Donald Trump and she wants to... Ow on that happy note, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Time for us to take a break. To check in with Lou Dobbs. Birthday Day. Heavenly birthday for Zeke Carey. With the flamingos. The Flamingos and this beauty that still sounds so wonderful. I only have eyes. Are the stars of For you. I don't know if this cloudy or dry. Why don't you know? It's the rush hour with Bo Snerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday today for one of the most unique voices in the music industry. Aaron Neville. Who both is a solo artist and a member of the Neville brothers, had so many hits, has so many hits. Aaron Neville. As soon as you hear that voice, you know it's him. The only one, Aaron Neville. Also, the birthday today for a guy that left us too young, John Belushi, with the Blues Brothers, of course, and SNL for so many years. Joliet, Jake Blues, of the Blues Brothers, John Belushi. Everybody, everybody, everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody to love. Amen to that. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, presents Rapid Phones. We start with Rich in Long Island. Rich, what's on your mind? Got to make your point quick. Okay, my kids and myself and my wife were all buying cars in the next five years. That's five Toyotas because the United Auto Workers, who endorsed Joe Biden today, who possibly could hand Biden Michigan, gave him the endorsement, and the whole damn election could be up for grabs. So make sure you start punishing people with your money. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. Susan, high upstate New York. Hello, Susan. Okay, you're on fire there. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, that. just to remind people uh, that many of the independents that voted last night in New Hampshire were registered Democrats that were allowed to change their registration up until the, a week before. So these so-called independents that she got, this Nikki lady, uh I use the term loosely, I guess in, in South Carolina, we're going to learn a lot more about her from the people who know her best. So, um yeah, I think that uh, it wasn't much of a Republican primary, because if it was, Trump would have won by like 60 or 70%. Thank you, Susan. Very timely. Sandra in New Jersey, you're up next. Uh, Good evening, James. Um, I was on the treadmill this morning and on CNN. I like to see what they have to say. They have have him saying, Trump is seething. He's really angry that Nikki Haley didn't bow out. I don't blame him for being uh, angry. I think she should get on her broom and fly away. But I don't see that happening so soon. And um, I think she likes the smell of power. I think she loves that microphone. I uh, also think that that mental flip that uh, that Trump had was really saying, subconsciously, that he reminds her of Pelosi. Interesting. Thank you so much, Jerry, in New Jersey. You are up next. Yeah, I would like someone to tell Trump to start saying to the Democrats and the independents who are working class people that the border is open because rhinos and Democrats are getting paid by the deep swant of multinational and also the American corporations in order to keep wages down. And when you have an increase in supply, you are absolutely going to hold wages steady. And what you have is you're going to hurt the trucking industry, Uber drivers, truck drivers, bus drivers, and you're going to hurt manufacturing jobs. And you're going to hurt even retail jobs and certainly construction jobs. What's left? We've Thank given up you. The- well, that was great. Ryan in New York, I really want you to call back tomorrow because I can't get to you right now. And I want to listen to what you have to say and everyone else on hold, too. Frankie, Peter, everybody. But time is short. we got to make hay while the sun is still shining. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we are back tomorrow for the Thursday edition of Bo Early's Rush Hour. Till then. Bye.